The following program is intended for mature audiences. Warmest aloha, sir. Hey, Holly. Hi. Holly to you, too. He's so Holly, he doesn't even know he's Holly. I'm tempted to say menehune. Like Hawaiian leprechauns. <laughs> or chipmunks or something. What's wrong with that turtle? He has lung problems because he smoked too much turtle weed, which is bad for you, right, Ola? Hawaii has a big future. I, I, I want to become a part of it. I know every angel of these islands. I'm like a good tourist guy. What we're about to say. See, we're on a mission. Trying to find a way. If you and me make a guarantee. Can't 
So no more AIDS, no Ebola, no more plague No more poison in our skies, no more television lies No more stress, no more fear, no more death, no more tears We'll see you someday in a place far away Imagine a place where we could go No more worries, no more sorrow A place far away for you and for me Welcome to Living the Aloha Life, podcasting Pono in the 808. I'm the Poe Man. And I'm Dr. Aloha. Today we're going to be doing 20 must-dos in Hawaii, part two. Yay, part two, finally. Yeah. (laughs) Now this intro song was, I don't know what this is, Conquer Spliff. (laughs) What a weird name, huh? That is a weird name. Imagine a place. And I was wondering, where can I get this song to imagine a place like the Big Island in a community somewhere, and this is just like, imagine a place where we're at peace. That's perfect. Where there's no war, where there's no fighting, where there's no anything, and I think the song fits it pretty good. Imagine if our place had three waterfalls. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so I was looking up land, (laughs) and I found a 173-acre property, and it had three waterfalls on it, hiking trails all over it, two natural springs, so we wouldn't need water catchment, and it was priced reasonably at 1.2 million. Now listen, 1.2 million, 173 acres, three waterfalls on your property. You're talking about one of the waterfalls was a 25 foot waterfall and a 50 foot pool below it, a huge swimming pool below it. That's a dream. It is a dream. And if the, you split it between all of us, if you split it between 20, 30 people, it is unbelievably reasonable. And the problem was the property owner because the forests of made a koa wood and uh lehui which is that um lehua lehua sorry lehua and you can get honey from that yeah. you can get uh lehua honey uh the guy said you can only continue to keep that one home on it you can't build other homes that's the agreement because you can't cut down the trees he doesn't want anyone to cut down any trees and i'm like going <sighs> oh would have been so I don't, perfect. I, trust me, I don't want to cut down trees. I know. You know, but the thing is, you know, you can get around trees. You can probably put in a roadway. But the thing is, I'm thinking, right, if we were going to bring in homes like either container homes or a 18-wheeler to bring in the parts for like a bamboo home, you're probably going to have to cut down a few trees. It's, I know, I know. waterfalls and a swimming pool. Oh, what? <laughs> I know. Oh, well, anyways. Anyway. Okay, so before we start getting into all the news and all the other things that are going on, we have two birthdays Yay. this week, and we wanted to put something special together from Mark and Vince. Are you guys ready? Listen to this. <laughs> Happy birthday. <laughs> Right, we are back. Well, that was interesting. Wasn't it? That was fun. <laughs> do you know how much I love Bollywood? I, yeah, I do, actually. Nobody knows that I love Bollywood music. Now I they thought, know. I, well, I, hopefully they weren't drinking their coffee and <laughs> spitting up when they were hearing that. 
because I'm a huge fan of not only Bollywood movies, but just big adventure, like, war movies that, um, you know, India do. And they're amazing. People should watch these things. It's their movies are so fun and lively. And just an Indian wedding. Have you ever seen an Indian wedding? I have not. Oh, my God. People riding on elephants. And they do all these, and they do all this dancing, and you have to dance. Do you know how to do Bollywood dancing? Have you ever tried a class? I don't, I, I, I think I would take out my back. Yeah. I think I would totally, these guys are amazing. <laughs> I love Bollywood music. I love their culture. I love everything about India. And I would love to go to India. And that's something that I don't even talk about yeah, on the show because it's, you know, this is a Hawaii podcast, but... Yeah, that's just a little piece of me that people don't know. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> right. If anybody wants to hear any Bollywood music, let me know. We will play it in the following you episode. You have a whole station of Pandora. <laughs> I have a whole station. I have a whole <laughs> station of it. So, Okay, so let's get into the news. Are we ready? Ready. Okay, we have some good news today. The Chart House welcomes guests back this month, today. Yay. Yay! I'm so excited. So the Chart House is one of our local favorites, and we were devastated when it closed down. Yeah, so. it was devastating. Now, I used to live right above it, and I used to go right below to the Chart House and get drunk probably at least three nights a week. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I also love the little dive pizza place right underneath Right underneath it. that. Yeah, it's so good. Well, the thing is, the Chart House has the best um, martinis, the best lychee martinis. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. They're freaking really unbelievable. Good. Really God, good. But if you're running short on cash, go downstairs to the pizza place because <laughs> their drinks are like, seriously, they were like, what, like $3, $4? Yeah, they're I super forget. cheap. I forgot. They were so cheap. Yeah. But you know what? The, they don't um, taste the same though. <laughs> they have, they have, you know, happy hour at the chart house and the drinks are a lot cheaper and they're really, they're some of the best on the island and considering. So good. Yeah. Kind of like La Mariana. La Mariana uh, Tiki Bar has cheap drinks all night and really the chart house, their drinks are really reasonable. Their martinis are the cheapest ones around all during night. happy hour only no well no i think they're like eight bucks just in general oh yeah because if know. you if you go to the mai tai bar over at the royal hawaiian they're 13 14 dollars they're twice as expensive yeah i don't know if they're eight dollars regular though yeah they are okay pretty good deal so the next story you all decide if this is good or bad news and that is that love's bakery we've been talking about this love's bakery has closed uh just closed a couple of days ago because of the pandemic but it was bought out by a Portland, Oregon company. So Love's Bakery is going to live on on the mainland, uh, just like King's Sweetbread from Big Island. Now, this is why I see it as a slap in the face for local people and businesses here, because essentially the state has allowed these great businesses to leave Hawaii and then put up shop on the West Coast. Uh, I think King's is in California and Love's is going to Portland now. So essentially what they're going to do is they're probably going to thrive there and then they're going to ship their product back to Hawaii, which is going to cost more money. It's not going to be as fresh and probably will be frozen. Yep. So that's a big problem. It is. I guess Steve and um, Steve and Leanne and David and Jerry There's can plenty of people over there that we know. Out. <laughs> yeah, they're going to get fresh love's bread. I know. We don't. Donuts, everything else. So yeah, so this is the problem. This yeah. is what's happening here in Hawaii. We're losing these great businesses to the mainland, and then they're shipping their products back to Hawaii at we a get, higher cost. And we get it old. And we get old, moldy, 
bread that Produce. gets moldy in two days. <laughs> Good lord. Um, but anyway, so there's a company, a local company that we both support, and we have a lot of their shirts. Um, it's I call it the upside down Aloha because that's what it is. But the letters it would be V H zero seven V. Right. Um, so that's the upside down Aloha. They're doing a fundraiser to support the employees who were let go from Love's Bakery. 200 and something of them. Yeah, so it's actually really awesome. They're, they made these t-shirts, and it's the logo, the Love's logo, but it has the Upside Down, upside Aloha, down Aloha in it. They're really cool, actually. So if you want to support um, these employees who were let go and lost their jobs, go to their Instagram page. Again, it's VH07V for the Upside Down Aloha, and you can support them. All right. Now, the last thing I wanted to talk about this is Hawaii during the pandemic has so been gung-ho, the politicians and legislature here, about sustainability. Right. Right? And now they're allowing these companies that sustain Hawaii go. To go. I know. So it's like it's like as soon as tourism started to come back, they're like, yeah, fuck that shit. Yep, tourism's that back. Tourism's back. Let's just We're forget good. about being sustainable for about six months. We've been talking about it, but let's just forget about that again. So, yeah, so this is why I'm really angry about the whole loves thing. You, Some people may see it as, oh, great, loves gets to continue on, but it's been here in Hawaii for 170 years, and it was our largest producer of bakery goods, and now that we've let them go... That's one more huge business that makes Hawaii less sustainable. That's an issue for me. Yeah, it is. I agree. (sighs) Okay, so Vince wanted to know our opinions about the COVID vaccine passport. Essentially, what the vaccine passport will provide is the ability to circumvent all COVID requirements and restrictions when entering to Hawaii. Show your vaccine passport at the Hawaii airport and enter without restrictions. What do you think about all that? No, I'm good This is all it. about the vaccine, right? So it's all, we're all talking about who wants the vaccine, who doesn't want the vaccine. Should be should you be forced into the vaccine? No, I mean, nobody should be forced into it. Okay. I don't agree with that at all, but I do agree with this. I think it's great. If you choose to get the vaccine vaccination and you're, um, you know, protected and you're likely not going to spread it, I know we don't know that for sure yet, but likely, then I think it's great. It's wonderful. Now, this doesn't mean you can't travel to Hawaii if you don't get the vaccine passport. It just means that you'll, you know, have to continue to go through the process of getting tested and showing your negative COVID test before entering to Hawaii. I don't think Hawaii, I mean, Hawaii is looking into it right now, and I don't believe that they can go ahead and say, oh, well, if you don't have a vaccine passport, you can't come into Hawaii. I can't imagine anybody doing that. Yeah. Right? I They're mean, not going to do that. The government can't restrict you to travel like that. I no. Mean, no. I mean, that would be insane. Unless it's an absolute emergency and you're talking about a deadly, super deadly virus, like, you know, half the people it touches, it kills and things like that, then maybe governments around the world would have the ability to restrict people to go, you know, to travel from A to B. But yeah, I don't think it would be that bad. No. I just Yeah. I just don't think that's the way it's going to be, Vince. So... I don't think you'll, anyone's going to be forced. It's just that, like, um, Amanda got the vaccine. I'm thinking about getting the vaccine because of the work I do. Honestly, if it wasn't for the work I do, I would really have no desire to get the vaccine. That's just my opinion. Yeah. It's my choice. So, no, that's whatever. But I think that, yeah, for sure, it's just going to be way easier to travel if you are vaccinated. And, you know, that'll be very, really helpful. But if you're not, that's... Okay, you can still travel. Yeah, I mean, a lot of people believe, you know, your freedoms are at risk and things like that. But you know what? A lot of, I mean, how long have we been getting the flu shots? 
you know, I and mean, it's but, optional. Yeah. Yeah, it's optional. It's always been optional, and you know. Yeah, I hope no one is thinking that their freedoms are being taken away right now or anything like that. You're going to have a choice. You know, if you're put in a situation where it's no longer a choice, then we can argue about it. But until it gets to that point, I don't think we should be really, really worried about it. Agreed. All right. Okay, so St. Pete <laughs> mentioned the concept of living in a bamboo home on the community. And, and he posted this on our Patreon Facebook page. Yes, yes. And, and these homes are made by Bamboo Living. They're gorgeous, very reasonably priced. They're uh, insane. Yeah. I love the look of them. I just like instantly fell in love with them. Well, it reminds you of being like like a real, like a Polynesian community, like real the way it was a long time ago. Like it looks authentic. Yeah. yeah. The homes look amazing. Um, you know, if the community wanted to go ahead and do these i'd i'd be all into that but there's some things that bother me about it um i'd be worried about the construction although bamboo is very strong i'd like to have a sit down with the prefab manufacturers and find out the true ability of these homes to maintain structure integrity you know like as long as they can handle a category 4 hurricane 150 mile an hour winds and, and prove that then i would really consider these types of homes I can't imagine all of us building this amazing community and then a category four or five comes in and wipes out the whole community. Right. We um, would definitely uh, have to be yeah. reassured that they could handle something like I, that. I, w I will be blamed for that. My, uh, life, my life would be over. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to handle that. I can't handle that. But bamboo is really strong, you found out. So if it is possible that they hold up, how amazing would this community look? It would, in a fantasy world, it would look absolutely amazing. But I'm so anal about things. You know, these... Uh, my concern is from going from container homes to bamboo homes with foundations, you know, that will be an issue when it comes to state law. The homes will no longer be mobile. See, right. and the, Yeah, and the state's going to have to need to come in onto the property, see what we're doing. Uh, long as we still are doing compost, toilets, water catchment, and solar, the state's intrusion uh, hopefully will be minimal. However, the state is going to get paid. They're going to go, ooh, I get to inspect. I get to do permits. We're going to get a lot of money off of these people. Yeah. So, so that's, yeah. They're not hiding, uh, hiding they're anymore, gonna, They're going to see everything we're doing. Yeah. See? And it's not going to be like you bring these mobile container homes on the property and you can split with them. These are there now. They're not going anywhere. And the state needs to come in and see anything that has a foundation. And that kind of, you know. It changes it. Yeah. And the other thing is the initial costs are going to increase because of the permits because people are coming in and stuff so we need to now add that cost uh, but with that being said bamboo living probably has a cozy relationship with the state so they'll probably take care of all the building permits themselves i'm hoping if they don't have that set up then that's yeah. a pro we're going to ask them you guys have all the, you guys have the ability to do all the permits for these homes and they're going to say yes and say oh no you're going to do that yourself oh that's going to make me a little nervous <laughs> that's going to make me a little you know a little nervous so so in no way are we against this uh, St. Pete. <laughs> now he's AKA Aloha Louie, just in case nobody knows. Yeah, he became St. Pete when he helped us with the shipping. Shipping, for all exactly. Of the swag we sent out. Right, right. <laughs> uh, now I love the homes and it would be a great discussion for Amanda and I to meet the people at Bamboo Living about the community when you go to Big Island and we're hopefully going to, we're thinking about, we're actually talking to 
uh, Pete and we're talking to Steve and we're talking to Mark about possibly going staying in one of these bamboo homes probably at the end of summer beginning of fall and then go talk to them and start looking at land yeah so we're pretty excited about this I think I think this concept is a serious option for the community as long as all the concerns are answered uh, really this like we were saying this is going to be as close as we can get to a real Polynesian <laughs> style community yeah um, but we're also going to need major insurance too you know um, hurricane insurance and things like like that but I'm all in I love the homes but I'll tell you from looking everything over and I've been doing a, a lot of investigating into these bamboo living homes they're not going to include kitchen appliances they're not going to include sinks showers bathtubs toilets doors windows and flooring so all those costs will be additional yes yeah, so all the home although the bigger homes are priced at three around three hundred thousand two to three hundred thousand you're talking about a big extra cost you're probably talking anywhere depending on what you want what kind of uh kitchen tabletops you want and all mm -hmm. this stuff marble or whatever you want in your house you could be looking at an additional fifty to a hundred thousand dollars. So we have to really look into this and think about this. So they're not as cheap as they appear to be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they're not, they're not as cheap as it. Yeah, it's going to no. add up very, very quickly. It's going to add up. But so. it's totally worth exploring because, man, they're gorgeous. They're gorgeous. I mean, it will look like a damn resort. Yeah. So let's consider it. Let's put the prices down. Once we get final prices from Bamboo Living, then we can go over to the uh, manufacturers of the container homes and get final pricing for them. Yes. Now, the container homes obviously are going to be much smaller square footage than the bamboo homes. Right. Uh, it just depends on what kind of home you want. Now, the thing is, is I know there's some sets on land. The things about the land is your home can only be so many square feet. That's going to be a problem, too, that we haven't talked about. Because, yeah. see, each container is 400 square feet. The state doesn't even need to know about that. 400 square feet or under, they don't care about. Right. But, but when if you, you have got a real house. Yeah. If you have a 2,500 square foot bamboo home, they want to inspect everything. This is a problem. Okay. Okay. Do we see where we're going here? Yeah. Okay. So it's going to be more of a headache. <laughs> put, it th put it this way. You have your own two acres. You can do what you want on it. But I will seriously consider that if 75% of the people want uh, container homes and you want a bamboo home, I'm sorry, but you could actually screw it up for everybody oh. because just for that one bamboo, bamboo home, inspectors are going to come onto the land and they're going to see your house and what's going on and they're going to see the container homes and now they're going to go start questioning about the container homes. Do you have sewage? Do you have compost? Do you have this? So it's something to consider. We have to consider all these things. Yeah. Okay. It's crazy. Well, we'll start at the beginning yeah, with yeah, pricing yeah. and visiting and checking them all right. out. Right. So once again, like Boston Mike last week, uh, St. Pete is already contributing to the community. Think Tank. This is what we need to start going forward with this community. This is what we need from everyone. So we really expect anyone who wishes to be a part of this one-of-kind community to ask questions, put ideas out there, and contribute now. So a big mahalo to Mike. And yes, Pete mahalo. for helping out. All right. Lastly, before we go into the subject matter of the podcast, I always do. We, we're always saying positive vibes. Let's 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 mm -hmm. say some prayers and things like that. Uh, it's really become a weekly thing. But for Jeffrey, he's been in a bad spot. Prayers and positive vibes we need for his sister who had a massive stroke. Yes. Yeah. So now Jeff uh, W. A little while back, his dad had a heart a heart issue. Recently, Robert and his dad. 
and my dad, they, everyone's had health concerns. So the truth is, this is life, folks, and, and life is not easy. Many of us have loved ones in harm's way or have passed the last year, and it's been really hard. So for Jeffrey's sister, unfortunately, she's paralyzed on one side and cannot communicate because of her stroke. So let's all send out a positive vibe to Jeffrey and his sister so that she's able to recover in some way and have some form of normalcy in her life. And for those of you who don't know Jeffrey, he's he's been an awesome patron for a long time now. And, yeah. you know, we just appreciate him so much. So please just, you know, send some prayers and positive vibes. And he's a frontliner. He's yeah. a frontliner out there. And, and he has had COVID. His family's had COVID. He's been through hell. Let me tell you, there's so many people that have been through hell in the last year. Right. So we truly appreciate Jeffrey's support and love. And uh, we just one big happy family, I guess you could say. Yeah, supportive family. Yeah, so please, in a moment, just, you know, send Jeffrey and his sister positive vibes and some prayers that hopefully his sister will recover. Absolutely. All right. Okay, so. It's time. <laughs> it's finally time to get into it. <laughs> Part two. All right. We're 20 minutes in. We're going to get into this now. Part two, 20 must-dos in Hawaii. All right, what do we got? We have take a paddleboard lesson from Uncle George or a surf lesson from the Beach Boys of Waikiki. Absolutely. You have so, to do this. Talk about Uncle George. Yeah, let's start with Uncle. Go ahead. He's the best. <laughs> <laughs> you just like, you know how some people, you just see them, you see their face and they like light up your day. Yeah, we've talked about Uncle, Uncle George many times. That's him. Uncle like, from Nanakuli. He just, yeah, he just, I don't know what it is about him. He has like this magical presence and you like talk to him and you just feel so much better. But aside from that, he loves to, and we've talked about this before, he loves to tell his story, to share his story. And he um, offers free paddleboarding lessons if you are willing to listen to his story, um, which you should do because it's amazing and inspirational. And also the paddleboarding there at Pokai Bay is just out of this world. Yeah, now this is on the west side. It's gorgeous views, warm water. You'll see turtles and dolphins and... You'll see turtle, dolphins, and sharks. And maybe sharks. <laughs> I've never seen a shark. This is video. I'm, I'm not scaring you guys, but this is video of um, a couple of people paddleboarding. And it's a uh, drone shot. And you see this tiger shark follow right behind them. And they don't oh, even have a clue that the tiger shark is following them and riding on under them. It's uh, hilarious. Well, the good thing about paddleboarding oh. is you're on top of the board 100%. Yeah. You're good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the thing is, if you get there early in the morning, you get to see the dolphins. Now, the shark and the dolphin thing is usually if there's dolphins in the bay, the sharks are not there. Uh, during the day, the dolphins will leave the bay and go out and, uh, you know, have fun, do whatever they do. But dolphins and sharks are not usually close to each other. So if there's a whole pod of dolphins, the shark doesn't really like that. That He's dealing with the echolocation things and all that stuff going on. And obviously, like the dolphins, it's like a big bully group. So the shark doesn't really want to be really around them too much. Uh, and that's not an interaction you see too often. And they don't attack the dolphins. Hmm. So in the morning, obviously, if you're with the dolphins... You want to get your GoPro and you want to jump off your board and go under the water with them. Fine. It's okay. Don't be afraid to do that. It's yeah, okay. Yeah. There's not going to be any sharks around. No, I swim, I swim there all the time. And yeah, so don't issues. so don't worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> so if you guys get the opportunity uh, on the island of Oahu, 
you have to go to his page. What is it? Um, uh, what you call it? A dreams? Bay of Dreams. Bay of Dreams. Sorry. Forgot about that. Yeah. Uh, Bay of Dreams on Facebook. And then you can sign up for a lesson. It's free. All you do is listen to Uncle George's story, and then he'll teach you how to paddleboard. Yeah, so the last time I checked, he was only allowing 10 up to... Yeah, but now it's 10. Now it's 10, okay. But I mean, obviously, it's because of the pandemic, but um, he'll do several lessons on certain days. Right. And when things get to be back to normal, it'll so, be more people. Yeah, all I'm saying is right now, it's important to RSVP as soon as possible right. to get Right, it'll fill up. All. Yeah, yeah, it'll fill up. fills up fast. The other thing, if you're just in Waikiki and you want to go ahead and get a surf lesson, you have to go with the Beach Boys. Now, there's been a big controversy <laughs> over in Waikiki because this, uh, I think, Oahu Divers took over some of the Beach Boys space and they've been fighting. The Beach Boys have been around, obviously, since Duke Hanamoku, and you really want to put your money toward them. Yes. They've been around wanna, forever. They've been around the Beach Boys. Come on, man. They're like, real. These, yeah. They're like real surfers and lifeguards. and. Yeah, this yeah. is the Beach Boys. How many times have you heard that? Well, it's because <laughs> of these guys that you even hear the Beach Boys, the band, everything. Okay, it's because these are the real Beach Boys of Waikiki that used to teach people surf lessons. Yes. And they're still there doing it 50, 60 years later. You can still find them on the beach. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Have them give you a real lesson. Absolutely. All right. We got it. What we got? Go tubing down an old sugarcane plantation irrigation system with Kauai Backcountry Adventures. Yes. Now, we've both done this. So fun. Talk about it. Talk about how fun it is. Okay. So, yeah, you get a blow-up tube and headlamp because it gets a little dark in there. Yep, because you go through, you're going you go through, through the mountainside. You go through the caves. Yeah. yeah, so you're tubing through the plantation irrigation system, but you go through all the caves and... You have to turn your headlamps on when it gets really dark, and there's little waterfalls and rapids you can go down to. It's super fun. They'll take pictures of you. It's like a jacked-up lazy river. It's really fun. It's <laughs> totally worth it. Okay, so guys, make sure you do that if you're on Kauai. Mm-hmm. All right, what we got? Go snorkeling. Obviously, Absolutely. you have to go snorkeling. So we have some of our favorite options here. Hanama Bay. Which has healed during the pandemic, so definitely check it out. Right. Shark's Cove up on the North Shore. Oh my gosh, that's probably my favorite, honestly. Mm -hmm. I love Shark's Cove. Honolulu Bay. That's another great one. And where is that? That is on Maui. Okay. And Molokini Crater is also on Maui. Yep, that's on Maui too. And then we start to go into the Big Island. So we have Palikekua Beach. Cook's Bay. And Ho Now Now Bay is on big island as well now you go back a second pali Kekua beach that's on Kauai. Mm. cook's bay in ho now now bay is on big island these are all the best snorkeling spots on all the islands awesome all right what we got next go to old lahaina luau now i think we both can agree that this is the most authentic luau in all of hawaii yeah and they've started that up right they started it up again see i don't know if they've even started that up now yeah so we don't know if this you know this is all pre-pandemic stuff we're talking about so some of this stuff may not be opened right now just wait to 2022. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about That's that. A, yeah, yeah, it's true. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But Old Lahaina Luau is really authentic, and it's just a super fun experience. Yeah. Um, coming in a close second for me would be Smith's Luau on Kauai. Okay, Smith's Luau on Kauai. I've never been to that one. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. It might not be quite as authentic, but yeah. it's close. And the only difference is they still have some of the fire that's great that's but, great um which i know isn't the most authentic but i love it <laughs> well it's more tahitian yeah it's more Tahitian. but i mean the tahitians have come up from 
Tahiti to Hawaii, so it's been mixed into the Hawaiian culture. Um, but you want to do the you want to see the fire dancing because that's the most exciting part of a luau, believe it or not. It totally is, and the Smiths yeah. one will get you right from the start because they introduced the whole event with Danny Couch's song, okay. "These Islands," and I just like immediately fell in love with it. There we go, <laughs> awesome. So yeah, so you guys, you know, obviously you know the kind of luau's the kind of hokey. So you want to pick the ones that are really good and most authentic. So those are the ones. Yes. All right. What do we got? Visit a tiki bar. Yes. So we absolutely. Have, we have a few ideas for you. Okay. And number one is our personal favorite, La Mariana Sailing Club. Yes. This was built in the 50s, I think. So that's pretty cool. And yeah. it's really the original and most famous tiki bar in all of hawaii it's 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 then they didn't okay so there's a difference between tiki bars who try to be tiki bars and tiki bars who are just tiki bars right you know and la mariana sailing club is a tiki bar yeah period no thrills no it's, thrills yeah it's just yeah they didn't put things in it to make it look like a tiki bar it's been there since the 50s it's a very authentic feel <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i love it so much and you have to try their zombie drink absolutely and zombies yeah so la mariana is not open at the moment we're right. hoping and praying that they do reopen right right exactly now the next on the list is skull and crown trading co this just recently reopened so this is open now yes it is and it is limited you reservations did, yeah reservations only but this is the one where you go and get your drinks and skulls i mean it's so <laughs> cool you know like zombie heads and stuff and and the place inside is really authentic it's you know it's obviously not from the 50s or anything but this is probably one of the most you know, as in a look, it looks like a tiki bar. It's definitely a tiki bar. And it's high-end drinks. It's really right, high-end. Right, right. Yeah. So very different between those two already. Yeah. And uh, next we have Kotiki Terrace, which is a newer tiki bar, but it's authentic. It has everything brought in from the old days. And this is in Waikiki, yeah? Yeah, and it, um, it, the inside is just like a tiki bar, a lot of bamboo, but the food here is the best of the three. Oh, Excellent okay. food. There's a chef. There's a well-known chef in Hawaii that actually makes the food for this tiki bar. So it's really excellent. Awesome. All right. Skydive on the North Shore of Oahu at Skydive Hawaii. Okay, so... Not something I'm ever interested in doing. Okay, so I'm never going to do this. Right, but... I have no interest in jumping out of a perfectly good plane. Me neither. But if you are interested <laughs> in it, <laughs> this is the spot to go. People love it. <laughs> okay, so as far as we know, as far as I can remember, no one from Skydive Hawaii has died. Oh, jeez. <laughs> now, the one, right, the one right next to it, there's been plenty of people who have died. That's actually true, unfortunately. But, but skydiving, so. so yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Skydiving is probably, out of all the activities we're telling you to do, this is probably the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> do at your own risk. Yeah, people I mean, love it, though. Uh, no, but this is why we had to put it in there, because it's definitely, oh, I mean, every time we're down there on the North Shore, we're seeing planes and people jumping out of planes, and, 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 and I've gone with people actually in there. I've gone through the process, sat in the benches, watched the movies with them and everything, and seen how everything is done. Very professional. People are so excited and love to do this. Mm -hmm. 
So do it if you want to do this in Hawaii. When you're up there, the views are amazing. I've seen the videos after they come down and they get their videos. They're absolutely amazing, and you got a lot of balls if you want to do this. I just don't know those kind of balls. I wouldn't even <laughs> notice the views if I was doing it because I'd be like, oh, my God, am I alive? Am I still alive? Am I, am I dead yet? <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, if you guys want to experience skydiving anywhere in the world, Hawaii would be the place to do it, especially the North Shore. Your views up there when you jump out are amazing, but me, I'd probably have my eyes closed the whole time. I'd probably just pee myself. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, do it if you guys want to do something like this. Uh, it's crazy. And, it, and it's a once-in-a-lifetime experience. So go for it. Do maybe, it. Maybe. Or maybe some people do it all the time. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. know. Maybe people do it all the time. I don't know. Anyway. Oh, okay. So next up we have Visit the Polynesian Cultural Center. Yes. Which is a great experience. Like seriously, go. So everyone calls it the PCC. Yes. If you haven't heard that term, it's the PCC. But if you go, do not miss out on the night show, Ha Breath of Life. That was 100% the absolute highlight of it. There's a lot of additional things you can do there. Um, yeah. You can do a luau. You can have dinner. You can do. You can go see the show, Ha Breath of Life. Yeah. Go see the show. There's, do not miss it. Yeah, and there's a whole Hukilau, like shopping center now there with food trucks and all this other stuff there that's completely new. It's been there cool. only... Yeah, it's been there for a few years now. It's just... It opened up over the last couple of years and the breath of life is really just a story a hawaiian story a polynesian story mm -hmm. and it's 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 much better you go there for the night for that night show than you go for you know during the day i i don't know it's like it's really what do it uh, all i mean you can do it all the polynesian culture center is like epcot center in if disney if you haven't done it i recommend doing it once it's not something you yeah. need to do every time you come yeah do, do you, it once okay and the, you know why the reason why i don't like it i do okay we're not gonna get into that yeah. should we get into that just for a second <laughs> you sound like you want to, so go ahead, but let's keep it quick. Okay, so the the, 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 the concern and issue I have with this place is it's run by Mormons. So How is that possible? Okay, so I, it's not authentic to you. It's not, they're no, also, yeah. They're also not allowed to wear, like, the true um, Tattoos, attire. Hawaiian tattoos. Well, they can't have those on their faces. The attire as well. They have to be yeah. fully covered, so yeah. they can't wear, like, coconut bras or grass skirts. Yeah, so it's interesting how they do their stuff. They, You know, they're based on, a long time ago, BYU moved in. Okay, university moved mm -hmm. in on the uh, North Shore, and they needed somewhere for their students and stuff to get jobs so they created the polynesian cultural center to make it a place for people to come and for their uh you know for the students to work there and stuff and that's where it all kind of started and it just built up from there so i just have an issue with like uh, how do i say this the hypocrisy of it i guess so you could say I, I hear you but yeah. what i think helps a lot I, I was talking to a lot of the people who were working there yeah. the last time i went and a lot of them are actually interns from Polynesia. Okay. So they're coming over from Samoa or wherever. Right, right. And so that is authentic. Yes, a, a big draw um, for Mormonism is the Samoan people. So just so you know that, there's a lot of Samoans here, but it's mostly built in how the Mormons do their teachings. Like the mm -hmm. Samoans go island to island and they do the teachings and things like that. They're, I don't know what it's called. I'm not really into the Mormonism, but they travel the world. Mm -hmm. uh, preaching Mormonism and getting people involved in it and things like that. So it's very interesting. So yes, all the Polynesian cultures are involved, uh, but there's certain things that you can't do there. And it's right. just strange for me to see the Mormons running a Polynesian cultural center. No, I totally agree. And it's it's strange and it's um, definitely not 100% authentic, but 
I say the breath of life pretty much is. Oh, it's it is. legit. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so that's why we say to go I and would do say that. Check it out once if you haven't yet, because you will learn about Polynesia. Oh, totally. And you will learn about Micronesia. And yes. It, it's very informative. And that's where they filmed Blue Hawaii with mm. Elvis. Just so you know. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, we're gonna be taking a break, and then we'll be right back. All right. All right. Hawaii is one of the most beautiful places on earth. An 808 cleanup intends on keeping it that way. The 501c3 environmental nonprofit's main mission is restoring Hawaii's natural beauty for its local community and visitors. 808 cleanup empowers volunteers to conduct decentralized cleanups through the Adopt a Site campaign, responding to littering and vandalism of Hawaii's natural spaces, tagging and graffiti removal, saving Hawaii's indigenous ecosystem, and building sustainable solutions with local communities and nonprofit partners. If you love Hawaii, and wish for its beauty to remain for generations to come. Consider donating to a great cause and supporting 808 Cleanup's mission to keep Hawaii clean from Mauka to Makai at 808cleanups.org. Okay, we are back. We are back. Next up, we have Visit Umauma Falls for a zipline experience. And this is on Big Island? Yes. I've it's never on, done this. Yes, it's on Big Island. I did it. And it's very exciting because the zipline is actually pretty extensive, pretty long. And you go over a riverbed and you go right over waterfalls on your zip line. So it's really cool. cool. I don't know of too many zip lines that actually do this. Go over a waterfall. Yeah, yeah, you don't go over waterfalls. You know, I, I'm thinking like going over the waterfall and just letting go and then going into ah, the pool below, so dropping fun. in. Oh my God, man. So this is a really good one. If you guys are planning on doing any zip line and you have the, and you're visiting other islands, do this zip line on the big island. All right, where we go next? Sounds good. Okay, so now we're jumping over to Molokai. Go on the Kalapapa guided mule ride. Oh, that this is the one thing you must do this if you is go to Molokai. My number one like all of Hawaii activity that I want to do and it's been closed for so long yeah. now. Even before COVID when I wanted to do it, it was closed because of a landslide. Yes. So, and then before that, it was a case of the lease on the land right because the right. ones right so the people who live on the land right now and have all the mules and do this activity that land is not actually owned by them it's owned by somebody else and there was a dispute I about that. that you can't throw them off this land they've been there all there yes. they've been there for how many years now so um so that was the first thing now then it was the landslide and, and the and COVID, COVID right yeah, after. The COVID. I don't even think the, it wasn't even fixed from the landslide before COVID happened. Right? So this <laughs> is like one of those things we hope to God it doesn't close for good, just like on um, Haleakala. Yeah, the horse, I, the horse ride closed. I know you for said good. That. And I, I hope this doesn't do close. This. I've been wanting to do this for so many years now, oh. and it's just it's been closed. And I'm just like, oh my god, please open. I mean, it legitimately takes you down the highest cliff lines of all of Hawaii on a mule. Mm. Mind you, you don't have a lot of room for mistakes. Okay, so mules what, don't make mistakes. Uh, yeah, mules usually don't make mistakes. They're a lot more. Uh, I went down the Grand Canyon on one. Okay, so they're a lot. They're, I don't know what it is. Is, there's got to be some reason, but they seem to be a lot safer than horses, they're and they're not as jittery. Yeah, they're very steady, and they're feet. like they're, they're like a horse, except they're like on marijuana. <laughs> yeah, so they're really <laughs> chill and slow, and yes. So once you get down there, you're literally going down to the town, the last town of where they had all the lepers. 
Father Damien. Yes, Father Damien. And there's still some people down there that are still from the original leper colony. But obviously leprosy is not the same way it used to be. Right. So this is one of the most amazing things you can do in all of Hawaii. And it's an absolute must. Even if you just get over to the for the day. Uh, fly over for the day, do the activity, and then leave the next That's day. exactly what I wanted it's, to do. Yes, it's worth it. It's <laughs> yes. totally worth doing that. All right. Okay, so next up, try some local grinds. Absolutely. We have a big list of them. What do we got? We got a uh, plate, plate lunch. lunch. Have to do a plate lunch or a bento, mm-hmm. which is a mixture of a bunch of different meats and things like that. Could be a local red hot. This is weird, but we have red hot dogs here. Could be a local <laughs> red hot dog. It could be a side of chicken, uh, fish. Uh, Cali beef. It could be about a bunch of different things on the plate. So uh, terry beef. So yeah, so that's pretty much a plate lunch. Po- what do we got? Poke. Poke. Obviously, you have to try poke. Uh, if you're going to do some local grinds, uh, poke can come in v- very different varieties. It can come in crab. It can come in taco, which is uh, octopus. Uh, mostly known poke, it's ahi tuna cut into cubes. Poke means cubed. All right, we have shave ice. Shaved ice. We did a whole podcast about shaved ice. Check so we it have, out. Yeah, so we have the best shaved ice places uh, on the island. Yeah. All right. Malasada. Malasada. It's a Portuguese donut brought over a long time ago in the plantation times. There's a lot of good ones, but check out the original Leonard's. Absolutely. Manapua. Manapua is a dough stuffed with many different things. It could be pork. It could be beef. Uh, curry chicken so you can find this believe it or not which i love to get it at the 7-eleven so 7-eleven here is different than the mainland oh (laughs) it's completely different place it's completely different place Uh, there's no bollywood over at the 7-elevens here (laughs) i hope somebody gets that (laughs) no so on the well does do you understand that on the mainland Indians run all the 7-Elevens. I know. Isn't that crazy? But is that all the mainland? Or is that Dude, just the East Coast? at least the East Coast. I know it's the, the East, East Coast. Coast. My friend runs a 7-Eleven. Now, I'm not joking. My friend uh, is uh, Indian. He runs a 7-Eleven. He runs a Dunkin' Donuts. And gas stations. Gas stations, but this guy doesn't. He's, oh, okay. Yeah, so a 7-Eleven, a um, uh, Dunkin' Donuts, and he runs a IT company. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, you have to they're, do IT. They, they're, they're brilliant. They're brilliant, brilliant in IT. Yeah, it's but true. it's just so funny. It's just that it's funny. That's the way it is. But yeah, so the 7-Elevens here are just run by whoever. I know. Yeah, it's yeah. very different. Yeah. yeah. Spam Musubi. Okay, 7-Eleven once again. You got to get... I, I wish the mainland 7-Elevens were serving this stuff. People would be like, what the hell is this? This is a great... Yeah, I guess it probably wouldn't be fresh by the time it got there. Yeah, well, unless they make it right there. Unless they learn how to make it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, we have Cocoa Puffs. Cocoa Puffs. That's found at Lieha Bakery. Yes. But you know what? Check out all their bakery goods. Just not Cocoa Puffs if you go to Lieha. Oh, what's their Poi Donut? Oh, damn it. The Poi Donut. Yeah, but it was something else. Poi something. Okay, it's a Poi Mochi Donut. Yes, that's it. So So you got to try the Poi Mochi Donut and the Cocoa Puffs at Lieha Bakery. Mm-hmm. All right. Locomoco. Locomoco. You can find Locomoco at any food plate lunch place. Uh, here on Oahu, um, you can really, the best place is what you call it, Rainbow Drive-In right now. And yeah, now you really can, good. And now you can get a vegan one some you places too. You can get too. a vegan. <laughs> we so haven't many, tried it yet. Yeah, so so many of these foods that we're talking about, you can get vegan now versions of them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's pretty cool. We're, we're starting to get into that and starting to learn about all about Having that. Having so much fun experimenting yeah, with it. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Hawaiian Lao Lao Pleat. Yeah, so you can get that uh, heading toward the North Shore from the east side. What the hell? The Poi Factory. Poi Factory. So go to Gotta the, check it out. Yeah, so this is all traditional Hawaiian food. You can also get Hawaiian traditional food at the Highway Inn. So the Highway Inn and you have the Poi Factory. Check out those two places. All right, Huli Huli Chicken. Yes, Mike's Huli Huli Chicken on the north shore of Oahu, but every island has Huli Huli Chicken. Usually on Saturdays and Sundays, you can smell it from a mile away. <laughs> Just go toward the smell and go toward the smoke because they can smell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go go toward the smoke because they're literally just you know it's it's on the open flame huli huli is to rotate so they're out there on the kiavi wood and just cooking them up mm-hmm. there it's amazing so you gotta try the huli huli chicken very cool north shore garlic shrimp once again you can get the garlic shrimp on every island but this is one of the most famous things we we grow a lot of farm-raised freshwater shrimp here in hawaii the uh, shrimp are not found in our oceans uh, we have coral shrimp that are not edible so yeah so they farm them and the it's usually the garlic garlic shrimp uh also coconut shrimp which are really excellent here in hawaii those two are amazing so any island can get you that uh oahu is really known for the north shore garlic shrimp hopia chocolate pie all right gotta go to ted's bakery for this absolutely right? north so shore. north shore of oahu ted's bakery hapia pie chocolate pie uh they have their bakery so you can get eclairs you can get whatever you want there they have um Damn, they have all different kind of cakes and pies and Everything. and desserts. <laughs> oh my God! So but you can get anything. The hapia, you gotta get. Yeah, you have to get the hapia, but you can also get hapia pie on probably any island. Yeah, of so, course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, and then we have buttered mochi. Oh, it's oh my so God! Good. There's nothing better than buttered mochi, freshly made. Right. By Auntie. You know what I mean? Which, like, you have to get it by auntie, usually, but it's out there. I forget who made it, but for Christmas, somebody oh brought it God, over. Oh, God. Some auntie it made it. So I can't remember good. it, but... Oh, yeah. Buttered mochi, ice cream mochi. Ice cream so, mochi is my favorite. Yeah, it's a shame because we don't have Bubbies anymore, so you have to go into Safeway now to get it. And it's so much more expensive it's, than it was at Bubbies. Yeah, yeah. So, you guys got to either get buttered mochi or get ice cream mochi. There's still some places that do... Um, ice cream mochi i just don't know of really them right now like we need to look them up yeah i miss it yeah in the in the alamoana mall there's places that do specialized mochis some are ice cream some are not some um really high-end mochi it's a lot more expensive but it's so amazing so uh yeah damn it what is the name of that japanese area Oh, that little thing. Yeah, what downstairs. the hell? Oh, it's in the Alamoana Mall. Right. Oh, damn it. I can't think of the name of it. It's like a little Japanese food court. It's, it's amazing. Actually, pretty big. actually, you should just go in there and just buy everything. I yeah. mean, the stuff in there is just, <laughs> it's just so ma- amazing stuff everywhere in there. The things they do, the colors they use, of, I don't know. It looks so inviting and so yummy, and you just want to buy everything that's in there. <laughs> so, yeah. So, check that out at the Alamoana Mall. There's a Japanese market in the largest mall, outdoor mall in the world, yeah. which is on Oahu. All right, what do we got? Okay, spend the day at Bishop Museum. So you have not been there, is that correct? So I was actually supposed to go there. Okay. I was planning it for us. Yeah, we got to go. I wanted to do a podcast on all the museums, and then COVID I happened agree. about a week later. Oh, right, I had right. it all mapped out because the reason was um, each of the museums has like one weekend a month where locals can go either free or reduced rate. Yeah. So I was trying to time it right, yeah. and my mistake because then COVID happened. Oh, Jesus. So, so I've spent many times 
at Bishop Museum. I think maybe a half a dozen times I've been oh, there. Wow. And every time I learn something new. Now you say to yourself, why is this a must-do to go to a goddamn museum? No, you guys have to go to the Bishop Museum in Kalihi on the island of Oahu. But their displays change every few months. So yes. you are always learning something new. Correct. And, and I've gone for many reasons. Uh, you know, one time I've gone for this reason. One time I've gone for the dinosaurs. One time I've gone for whatever. I can't remember. But every time it's been something different. But then in the main hall of the Bishop Museum is the complete and utter history of Hawaiian culture mm. and when it mixed with American culture. There you go. And what happened. What really fucking happened. And it's amazing. You actually see documents like it's of written names saying we don't agree with becoming a state. You know, just little things like that. that and you, can, you see that you it see was it. all true. You see what was all, it's there. It's true. It's And you see the flags, the original flags, how they've changed over the years. What were the original Hawaiian flags? Why do they look like the way they look today? This made me really think, like this is at the one time, because we have a sovereignty flag now. It's mm -hmm. green, yellow. yellow, and red. That is not represented anywhere in this museum. That can only signify and tell me that it was not a historical flag that existed back in the days. That's really interesting. Right. Yeah. So more recently, it had been created to create a sovereignty movement mm -hmm. on its own. So it wasn't a historical flag. But when you go back, you look, oh, you know, why would King Kamehameha use a English-British flag as part of the flag? Right. You find out that you actually see it on his ships. So you know he did do it. He. So this is a weird thing. He knew that the he knew that the British were coming. He knew he couldn't do anything about it. So join them, right? So he joined them. He loved the clothes they wore. He loved the way it was very, you know, professional looking. So he would actually put them on and he would he would convert the Hawaiian flag to a British flag. They had a treaty. So it's interesting how they worked together, how King Kamehameha used the British to teach them how to use guns and, 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 and cannons and things like that so he could win the war of all the islands. So it's very interesting. That you learn interesting. all this there. And then you get to go see how the Hokulea got from the bottom of Polynesia all the way to Hawaii. They go through the star charts and everything like that. Oh, that's cool. And you get to learn everything. I don't know if that's open. That particular part's open because everybody's in a little theater. Yeah, they have a whole planetarium. Yeah, I don't know if it's open now because of COVID. Probably so, not, yeah. yeah, but I mean, if when it's finally open, you guys have to go here and then do it at the beginning of your trip. It doesn't have to be raining. Do it at the beginning of your trip. So then you appreciate Hawaii so much more and the culture of the Hawaiian people so much more after you've done that and that. then explore Hawaii. Oh, I love that so much. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. great advice. Right on. All right. Visit Pearl Harbor. Yes, there's a whole bunch of stuff. People just think of one thing, and there's just so many things. So why don't you go down the list, sure. and we'll discuss. Yeah. Visit the USS Arizona Memorial. That's the main That's thing the that main, people visit. Yeah, most popular, yeah. for sure. Visit the Bofin Sub. Yes. Visit the Mighty Mo Battleship. Yes, yeah, so the Mighty Mo Battleship, that's the Missouri, mm -hmm. and it's standing right there. You go in and, you know, so each one of these things. So the USS Arizona Memorial, and there's a museum there for it. It's free. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I've but these other things are, has a little price to it. So I, to haven't, get in. I haven't done the other things that cost money yet. Yeah, so the Mighty Mo, you have to get into this battleship. It was in, it's been in movies. It's just an amazing battleship. It's one of the most powerful battleships from the day. Obviously, it's not in use anymore, but there's a book. I can't remember what, it, what book it was, but it's, it's in the future when we have a cyber war 
with um, China. All the electronics of our governments are shut down. The only thing we can do now is we have to take up take any vehicles we have that are not based in electronics. So they take the mighty Mo. Oh, no way. And they put it out into the <laughs> middle of the Pacific to fight China. Whoa. You can't see nothing. You can't see shit. You can't, you know, the, the radar is very limited back then. And they have a battle with with the low technology and the USS, you know, I mean, the mighty, the mighty, mighty Mo is victorious. Oh, it's, I never heard of that. Yeah, it's an amazing book. I just can't remember the name of it, God damn it. You'll have to find out. I think it's it called, I th- oh, I think it's called Ghost Fleet. Because you can't see anybody coming because the technology isn't advanced in. I think it's called Ghost Fleet. Interesting. Yeah, very cool. Very cool. Yeah. What we got next? Visit the USS Utah on Ford Island. Yes, this is a ship that almost zero people see. They don't even know it's there. Now, if you're going toward Ford Island, on the left of it is the USS Memorial. On the right of Fort Island is the USS Utah. It is, it is, um, it's been, it was bombed, and it's on its side. So you can still see some of it sticking out of the water, unlike USS Arizona, which is completely under the water now. Right. Um, so please, if you get to go onto Fort Island to visit some of these other things we're going to talk about, you must see the USS Utah. Nobody sees it. It's a secret little place. Nobody talks about it. (laughs) It is because every time I've gone there, I've never seen a single human being there. I mean, pay homage there. A lot of people was lost on Utah too. No, I think you're right. People just don't know. They don't know about it. Visit the Aviation Military Museum on Ford Island. Yes. So if you're getting your tickets to go to Ford Island, which you need to go over a bridge to get to Ford Island, you are going to go by the USS Utah. Make sure you stop and see it before you go to the Aviation Military Museum. Okay. And that's amazing, too. It has all the planes and choppers from all the wars. That's and, cool, yeah. And e- yeah, it's an amazing little Aviation Military Museum, so you guys have to check that out. And then lastly, visit Punchbowl Memorial off-site at the Punchbowl Crater. And don't... Yes. So, yeah, this is a little bit out of your way, but don't skip it. No. This is really, really impressive, and just just go. Your go whole it. day, this could be your day. Totally. This could be your day, and you start at the USS Arizona Memorial, you watch the movie, you visit the museum, and then you go through the list of all these things. What an amazing day, and what an amazing part of you know, history, military history to go through all this. But don't miss any of these things. A lot of people just go to the USS Memorial and, 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 you know, Arizona and call it a day. Mm -hmm. You know, you got to do all these things. Yeah. Okay. All right. What do we got? Thanks for listing them out because I think a lot of people don't know, don't realize, you know. No, they don't realize. Yeah. 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 So that was good. Okay. Next up we have kayak to the Mooks. Yeah. The Mokalua Islands of of Lanikai. Um, have you done it? No. I have done it. You have done it. Okay. We both done it. I did it with it. my friends and I absolutely loved it. Unfortunately, it was a little bit of a rough fall day when we did it and <laughs> yeah. my friends flipped their kayak oh, no. and one of them got a big bump on her head and also got bit by a jellyfish. She had a rough day. Oh, Jesus. But my friend and I were fine. <laughs> that, sounds wor- that sounds worse than skydiving. <laughs> my friend and I were fine. So what my point is, make sure you pay attention to the weather. And we did, but we had rented the kayaks already and it looked like it was going to be okay just a little rougher so we're like okay let's just try it well like like going to chinaman's hat too as well as uh kayaking to the mokes is you really want to do it on a summer day you want to do it between probably may 
in October or May and September. So we actually did it, I think it was the end of September. Oh, and so it I just started it to get okay, rough. But yeah. it was just not a great day. Yeah, so you got to be you got to be careful there, but that's a beautiful thing to do. Oh. Usually when you come upon the island, there may be a sleeping monk monk seal on the island, which has happened several times to me. Uh, if you go to the back end of the island, there's uh, the Queen's Bath. Yeah, you, so you can hike around to the Queen's Bath and yeah, swim in and there, which out. is so fun. Yeah, which is really cool. And then the other side, if you're a thrill seeker, you can jump off the cliff into the water below, that. which I <laughs> did not do, but nope. I I watched people do it because some people are just crazy. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not crazy. Nope, nope, nope. <laughs> All right, what do we got? Take a private charter to the Kaneohe Sandbar, a.k.a. the K-Bay Sandbar. Yeah, and we do land and sea tours there. So if you guys want to get it a good deal. It is seriously just one of the most fun experiences hey, ever. I w- hey, I wasn't finished talking about my awesome tour. Oh, I'm sorry. but I, <laughs> I know mean, you're getting excited, but... I want to do your tour, yeah. <laughs> well, listen, it's $250 a person. Now, if you're taking a private charter to anywhere, it's going to be double that. So 250 is a really good deal, and you're getting a three-hour Jeep tour and a three-hour tour out around the sandbar and other places. What an amazing day. Thank you. No, seriously, <laughs> because the Jeep, tour, the Jeep tour itself is super fun, and then being <sighs> out on Key Bay is just like, it's one of my all-time favorite experiences, and if you combine all of that into one day, it's just a perfect day. Yeah, it's, it's a perfect day. It. Yeah, now the only other company, I can't remember exactly... I can't remember the name, but there's another well-known company that does that goes out there. So it's there's not a lot of businesses that go out there because they're very restricted. The DLNR restricts people from going out there. So you got to be very careful on who you're picking and who you're choosing. So go with the people who know what they're doing. <laughs> there you go. All right. So talk about KB. Talk about that experience out there at the sandbar because it's an amazing one. Now you can you could paddleboard, you could kayak, you could do those things. I mean, paddleboarding's pretty crazy. It's going to take a long time you for you to get out there. do that in summer on a yeah. very, very calm yeah. day. And you can kayak out there. So you don't have to actually get a charter if you don't want to. Uh, it's just going to take you a long time to get out there. Yeah. And then... Um, you yeah, leave so from... You oh, oh sorry, sorry. You leave from Hai up here. Yes. That's where you would leave with your kayaks. Okay. And then you get out there and you want to go at low tide if possible. But if it's not low tide, it's okay. It's still pretty amazing. No, tell them you kind of do because the, you, I mean, you do, you would rather go out at low tide. So I've never actually been there like really at really? low tide. No. No, we, uh, we went, we went when it, it was really low. It was only about a foot high. Mm. Usually when people go out there, it's three or four feet. It's up to your chest and that sucks. It was like up to our chest. I don't remember being up to our chest. At least my hips. Okay, your hips. So, yeah, it wasn't... That's a big difference from your chest. I know. <laughs> Can't remember. Good Lord. Mark and Vince and for were me, with us. And for Mark me, because I'm taller than you, it was even lower, so... I know. Mark and Vince, can you help us remember? I think it was a couple of feet. I don't think it I was I don't know, but I remember you saying it wasn't low tide. I do remember you saying that. Yeah, well, you're the reason why you don't want to go when it's too high tide, uh, when it's four feet, because... Then the sharks will be coming into that area a lot for more frequent, like the hammerhead sharks. Oh. They'll be going right by you. Oh, boy. So if you go at low tide when it's one to two feet, you'll have the honu, the sea turtles, and you'll have the baby hammerhead sharks that are just going through. But the bigger uh, hammerheads won't be going past you. 
It's so the watercolor <laughs> there at Cape Bay is just so beautiful. Oh, the manta sunny, rays too. They're all out there. On a sunny day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting excited. <laughs> I see that. Ooh. It's just it's really beautiful. I mean the scenery. You're looking at the mountains and the water is that beautiful color and you have a drink in your hand and it's just it's just perfect. I love it. Yeah, you can sit and just get a chair and an umbrella and just sit out there and have your feet in the water and the one to two feet water and get your butt wet and just be sitting there and yeah. chilling out butt wet sun on your face yeah. there's nothing better no now when you are at k bay you're looking out toward chinaman's hat to the uh Koalau mountain range and the views so are beautiful. unparalleled from the uh sandbar yeah your view of it all from there it's oh, just you it's have just to amazing. experience it you yeah. just have to now this is one of those places though you also want to do just in the summer because it's very it's hit and miss and the so, storms come in from that side in the winter so it's not a good idea so to go that's there really important to mention for your tours too yeah. if you want to do this sea and land tour you need to book may it to september summer. yeah yeah and we have to have a 30-day window because we have to see how the weather's going to be and things like that so you have to book it 30 days in advance yes yeah it's very important okay and lastly obviously Go on a Hawaii Jeep tour and a Hawaii brew bus tour. Absolutely. How so you perfect. Oh yeah. Be? So you absolutely want to do a Jeep tour while you're in Hawaii. Uh, we're building connections on the other islands as well. We already have a connection, uh, an affiliate to do Jeep tours on Maui, and we're also working on an affiliate on the Big Island. So if anybody want to get involved and move to Kauai, well, you can do Jeep tours for me there. So who wants to move to Kauai? <laughs> <laughs> now, Lindsay White, yeah. she wants to move to Kauai. I think so. She can do Jeep tours for me on Kauai. Lindsay, oh that would be so Oh, my God. Wouldn't that be awesome? <laughs> <laughs> now, the Hawaii Brew Bus Tours, you know, we're trying to figure out when we're going to start this thing. It's going to be the only one in the Hawaiian Islands. It's done in an old VW bus. And the thing is, is right now we're trying to calculate when it's going to be possible to do it because of COVID. Because... The jeeps, the jeep tours are private, so it's just the family, and you know we can get away with that more. But because the bus sits eight people, uh, seven people, that I don't know if couples are going to want to get on the bus and be that close to each other because we can't really separate them and have the six feet distance right now. So unless you have one large party. Yeah. So unless it's one large party, that's going to be a little more difficult on when we can start the Hawaii uh, brew bus tours because that's going to become very confusing for us and we don't want any issues. We don't want, you know, I'm he right now I'm hearing people saying, well, I've been vaccinated. You know, I don't have to wear the, wear the mask, right? And all these other things that are coming through. No, if you've been vaccinated, you still have to wear masks because you can be a carrier. And that came out today. You actually. definitely came on the CDC today. Thank God there's some clarity because yeah. I didn't know what the hell to say. Yeah. Yeah. So right now we don't know when we're actually going to start up the Hawaii Brew Bus Tours because we're not taking the bus out with two people unless it's a large party of six, uh, at least minimum four. And then when COVID passes us and people are vaccinated everywhere, then we can be bringing couples onto the bus because right the, now I don't know. What's your maximum? Uh, seven. Seven. Okay. Yeah. Seven. I mean, but if we can get six, we're good. Yeah. Yeah. I think six is good. We just don't want to be taking that out. It's a waste of money for us to take it out with two people. That doesn't make sense. <laughs> now, yes. if you, now, if you want to be two people and you want to pay for four people, 
Oh, right, right. We'll do it for you. No, that's true. We'll that's do it true. for you. Yes. Yeah, you just have to make up that difference, but we'll do it for you, and you know what? We'll extend your tour. So if it's just two and you want to go all, as many brewers we, breweries as we can get to in a day, we'll do it. You just have to pay double. Okay. Okay. Is that yeah. cool? I mean, uh, that's the option no, we got. No, and maybe you could customize it if they want to do like we a can. couple of breweries and distilleries in the same day or well, something, you know? Well, you know, that's good that you say that because yeah. actually we can do that because it's only two people. Right, exactly. So we can do whatever they want. You can make it fancy. Yeah, so you guys can actually, <laughs> we can discuss and we can talk about how if you want to go to a distillery, if you want to go to a brewery, if you want to go to a tiki bar, we can put it all together and do exactly what you want to do for the day. And call it a taste of paradise. Taste of paradise. <laughs> All right. <laughs> hey, can yeah. we just talk really quickly about hey. this? Um, that hey. peanut butter whiskey oh, ice yeah. cream that everybody's posting lately. So Mike, <laughs> is that did Mike post that? Mike, I think Mike posted it, but also um, Angela. What is this thing? So I you, posted okay, it. so, so we we've, we've always obviously been talking about the peanut butter whiskey. Right. Okay. So it's ice cream. So and there's I legitimately this this actually peanut butter whiskey ice cream that's and made it's made by Screwball, but I don't know okay. where they're getting it. Yeah, um, I can't find it for it sale. Out. But I did find a recipe for a milkshake where you can make your own Screwball peanut butter whiskey milkshake, and I really want to try it. So are they putting the liquor ice cream in the same aisle as like Ben and Jerry's? No, I don't think it's sold in stores. I don't know. Really, Maybe it's, it's gotta be. It's gotta be sold it's somewhere, but it's probably like a specialty store. Well, liquor stores, liquor stores, you know, they don't have like free like freezers. That's what I'm saying. So like, this is gonna be bizarre. I wonder how that's gonna work. I bet you we can find it at Safeway eventually. Do you think so? I think we'll be able to. I hope so because I want to try. Yeah, this that'll so bad. be that'll be crazy. In the meantime, I want to make the milkshake. Okay, we'll work. <laughs> on, we'll work on doing that. How's that? Yes. Okay, so that's a wrap. Thank you so much for continuing to listen to the Aloha Life podcast. Mahalo. Yes, and next week, this is interesting. Next week for patrons only, we're going to be doing a very interesting two-part podcast. The 10 most dangerous places in Hawaii and the 10 most safest places in Hawaii. We're going to get real. We're going to get real. We're going to get real with our patrons. All right. Mahalo for all the amazing five-star reviews on iTunes you guys are posting. It's been a huge help in making us the most listened-to Hawaii podcast on the Hawaiian Islands. Yes. Mahalos. <laughs> hey, has everybody yeah. gotten their swag? Yeah, what's going on with the swag? Show us if you got it. Yeah, Robert said, pitches coming. Pitches Robert! aren't coming. Where are the pitches? <laughs> you know, everybody, you all should have your swag by now. Um, several people in Canada have said they've already gotten it. Uh, Got to wait for Tiffany to give us a, you know, let oh. us know that she got hers. Hers might be a little slow. <laughs> yeah, a little slower. But everyone else seems to have gotten theirs. Uh, we're waiting for all you guys to let us know. Why haven't you let us know? Why haven't posted pitches? I don't know, man. What's going on? <laughs> poopoo heads. Everybody's a poopoo no, head. No, a lot of people have posted pictures. It's not everybody. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> okay, Jeez. so. I know, I know. Okay, so we're going to end with Rebel Soldier. Oh, Spaceship. Good My favorite. I love this song. <laughs> All right. We'll see you guys next week. Shoots. Aloha. Aloha. Life is on a spaceship 
don't know where it's headed. I miss our conversation. If the way you used to love me, oh, you know, back on earth we had a good time. White wine, dancing underneath the starlight, just you and I. You kissed me from your lips the first time. My, 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 I can tell a lot, yeah, baby. But I'd sacrifice my day for one day with you, yeah. Ja, knows I would, yeah. One thing's for sure, even when the rain is falling, you know me in the middle of the storm. Somewhere out there in the flood, you know that I'm there, no umbrella. I don't care how you look at it, it's still aloha. Be puno. Be righteous. People, are you listening to what we're about to say? 
Yeah.